Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Might get a little bit interesting here in the next uh, 15 minutes of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. The horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you at the races when it's safe to do so. And Jack Michaels will join us at 135. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Text us at 7804960063 on our Ashley Pine Floors text line. Ashley Pine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. Brendan Escott helps produce this show on a daily basis. He's a, a man of many uh, multiple hats over at uh, 630 Chad's Chorus Building. He's available at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. You can reach me, Bob underscore Stoffer, and the show Twitter account is at Oilers Now. And we'll tell you that guests in the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Uh, we're going to bring aboard Mark Spector. Spec, I'm going to tell you, I, I I found it interesting. I saw you send out a couple tweets relative to your piece on Miko Koskinen. We, yeah. have, re- we have received a fair amount of texts today on this uh, subject. And... Uh, you know what? I, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to start with this. Uh, uh, Bob, since you have Mark on, I'd uh, like you to ask him if he thinks uh, what, what he's doing by making fun of a player for the way he breaks his stick when things go south. Uh, Mar- Mark, Mark's stupid, terrible writing was nothing more than a school bully, and I thought we'd pass stuff like this, especially as a so-called... Um, there was nothing professional in what Mark did. Um, there you go. And I hope, uh, he, uh, gets a strip, uh, torn off of him as a result in terms of response. Please read and ask him. I tried to work through the text. The texter was mad. Mark, tell me, tell me through how delicate it gets to, 
you know, what, 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 what crosses when, when you have a performance last night? Like, I mean, hey, as a color guy living in the moment, okay, and working with the play-by-play guy who actually played goal in the WHL, I, t- I try to be empathetic to goaltenders. I really do. But I want my goalies to stop the puck and to be quiet. That's what I, that's what I really like out of goalies. Uh-huh. Uh, there's only one type of goalie I don't like, Mark, and that's goalies that show up their defensemen. Okay, Miko uh-huh. had a, Miko had a bad game. The first two, I think we'd agree, weren't on him. The third and fourth were terrible. He got upset. I actually thought part of your piece tried to show that other goaltenders go through this stuff as well. But give me your sort of how would you respond to people who thought maybe you went a, a little bit excessively on Miko last night? How would you respond to that? Well, there's a couple things. You know, first of all, he's the story of the game. A 4 nothing deficit 12 minutes into the game on the first four shots. They never caught up. It, it cost them clearly the game. That 12-minute stretch was a decisive moment on the entire evening. Nothing else happened that even closely rivaled it when it came to the importance of the game. So that's the first thing. But the other thing, Bob, that maybe the listeners you know, might interest them is you cover a lot of hockey games. You go to a lot of games. I've been writing this team for 30 years. When you go to the rink... And you see something, four, the first four shots going in, that you've never seen before in your life. And Jim Matheson walks over, who's covered hockey for 40-some years, and says, I've never seen that before in my life. And Dave Tippett comes on the post-game call and says, I've never seen that before in my life. Well, you damn well write about it, Bob, right? Because I've been in the business for 30 years, and I've never written a story in my career on a goalie letting in four shots on the first four goals, first four shots, and I'm never going to get that chance again as long as I live, the odds say. So when your team loses a meaningless game 6-3, what the heck else are you supposed to write, right? It took a run at writing a funny piece on a guy that had a bad night and shared the blame around and made the point that other goalies have bad nights too. I didn't crucify Koskinen. He'll be fine. He'll come back and have a good game. Right. But that's how a writer's mind works, Bob. When you see something you've never seen before, that's probably what you should write about. Well, there's a saying in the radio business, Mark, go to the mouth of the lion. You go, like, you know what? We spent the last three days talking about what happened Monday and Wednesday with the Rangers in Washington. You know, right. I mean, I had Louie and George and Kevin Weeks, Kevin Space, right in New York City. They all played in the NHL. They all had their own yeah. perspective. Like, like George said, George said something, and we have smart texters to the show. George said that he felt what Pavel Buchnevich did, there was no place in hockey for cross-checking Anthony Math in the face. And we probably had 10 separate texters to the show say, that's easy for George to play, to say he was the biggest, scariest guy in the league that would not fear a single player. But when you're Pavel Buchnevich and you've had your your head uh you know drilled into the ice by Tom Wilson and then you're 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 wanting to get you know your pound of flesh back and Anthony Mantha sitting there slashing you across the elbow and the arm you're yeah. going to do something to protect yourself and I got to tell you Mark I had no problem with what Buchnevich did you know what the the stick is the great equalizer so I disagreed with George but we have different perspectives on things so you know and and, yep, and fair. you but it was the mouth it was the number one story of hockey and last night I'm with you like I'm with you to a degree I I, I feel some 
I feel some empathy for Miko. I don't think I think Miko first of all is you know, we haven't had a chance to deal with him on the day-to-day basis that we did the last couple of years. He's a decent guy. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. He's a nice right? guy. Bob, they're all nice guys. I, I, well, right? There's almost none of them down there that I, that yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have a cold beer with one night, right? They're all good guys. Except I, can't we don't, up here, I can't sit up here and, and not write about the failing of a player because he's a good guy. If Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's a really nice fella, yes. goes three weeks without a point, I'm writing about it. It's and I'm fi- saying, Nuge, yep. you make six million bucks. Get after it and produce. It doesn't. It, the fact that he's a nice guy has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with it, Bob. Well, and to write an effective, you, you know, and we've got hey, half the texters are like, "What a disastrous contract the Oilers signed him to." You know what? Everything's Miko is serviceable. The challenge is the four point five million. I mean, no doubt. At no a doubt. three as a three million dollar goaltender, you could probably live with that if that's well, your he's a number two. What's a, what's a backup making a league? He's the number two on this team, and he's the he's a one and a half number two. One and a half right? to three for a legit number two. One and a half to three million dollars, depending on Ugh. the organization. Yeah, who, I don't think it's who, who you, who, two myself, but well, is he better than Jake Allen? Uh, no. Okay, so that's that's about as good a backup as there is in the league. Maybe yeah. Hala- he's you know Halak is another guy. Those guys he's not are better getting- than Halak. Yeah, but I think Allen's getting four this year, and Halak's and uh, and then he signed an extension uh, for two points. I mean, he's, he's in that mode with guys that can play every fourth or fifth game and, and give you a real good game. But those guys cost a million two right now, Bob. They cost a million bucks. Yeah, and a million and million five. That's what they cost. And I listen. If if Sportsnet came along and said, "Spec, we're going to quintuple your salary," I'd sign that thing so fast I wouldn't let the guy leave the room. I don't blame Nico for signing that contract. Right, Mark, he signed that, a contract and he's rich, and God bless him for it. They're already overpaying you right now. Just to I know stop. they already are. So <laughs> it's not the player's fault that he makes the money. We all agree on that. Yes, but and I don't even expect him to play like a four point five million dollar goalie. I get it. We know yes. who he is. You know, and he's been really good. His numbers are in this role as a backup. He's a really good backup. I got no problem with him. Sure, had a tough he had, night last night. He had night. a we horse crap. No he had a, he had a horse. He had a horse crap yeah. night. I remember again. I remember the only time I felt like what I felt like watching Miko in the first period last night. There was a game in Calgary where Edmonton had a six-one lead during the seventeen-eighteen yeah. season. And Brassois was in goal because Talbot was out. And the Flames had turned the puck over to give Edmonton the 6-1 lead, and I think Maroon put it in the empty net. Anyhow, four straight shots down the left side they scored on. And Jack asked me and said, "And the I mean, Talbot was out. And Jack said to me, what do they need to do? And I said, they can't give up another shot because it's going in. And, and the difference with last night's game was in the situation with, with Laurent, there was no other option. He had to, like, they had to stick with him. Last night, you know and I know, if that was a regular game and Edmonton hadn't clinched the playoff spot, Miko's out there at 3 yeah, He's but out he after got, the third goal. They're, he's trying to, out they're at, trying to give Smith a night off. I get it, right? right? They yeah. wanted to give him a night off. They wanted Miko to find his footing, and he never found it. And I'm here to tell you, any goalie who butchers his stick on the iron the way he did, he knows he's coming out. Yes. Right? He didn't look to the bench to see Mike Smith getting his mask on. The minute I see my goalie playing Paul Bunyan on the post with a stick, he's coming out. Miko knew it. Tippett knew it. Smith knew it. I knew it from up here. The game was over for the guy. Let him four and four. You don't. It's just a tough night. Let's all move on, man. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask your thoughts whether or not you agree or disagree with this. Connor McDavid's season is so ridiculous this year. 
He's got 27 points in his last 10 games. We know he's winning the Hart Trophy. It's so ridiculous this year that you can make a strong argument that Leon Dreisaitl has actually had a better season this year than last year and may not get in the top three or four for the Hart Trophy because McDavid has been so dominating. Agree or disagree with that? Well, that's fair. And I think history shows us, Bob, that the, the playing with a great player it reflects on Leon Dreisaitl. It reflected on Marc Messier, right? You know, Messier didn't get a lot of second-place votes in things because everyone was given their first-place vote to Gretzky. Um, uh, Malkin and Crosby, I'll say, certainly, you know, here, like people, it reflects. They say, ah, how good is Dreisaitl? He plays with the best player in the world. Maybe he's not as good as the guy that isn't the best player. You know, that's uh, Matthews on his team or someone like that. So, yes, Bob, you can make that argument. And I'm going to say to you, like we were, I was talking with Chris Johnston the other day at Sportsnet, and we sort of laughed. We said, this might be a bad decade for Austin Matthews to be the best goal scorer in hockey because he's not going to win the round of awards he should because McDavid's out here. And the same will be said for Dreisaitl. He'll get a little less recognition on the whole because he's playing with just the guy that's – McDavid eats up all the oxygen, man. That's just the way it works. Mark, this season, Leon Dreisaitl, 5-on-5, five five, has only played 40% of his time with McDavid. Austin Matthews, 5-on-5, five five, has played 87% of his time with Mitch Marner. It, and, and that has helped drive his goal numbers. I mean, because Marner is a heck of a player himself in his own right. And Dreisaitl and, and Marner both do something that McDavid and Matthews don't do. They kill penalties. So there you have it. Mark, I want to read you. You've got a support from former defenseman Mark. I'm not here to, par- uh, to pump Mark's tires. However, what he's saying is true. It's a one-off performance that none of us will probably see again. I didn't read Mark's piece. I highly doubt he ripped Koskin a new one. Did he berate him to the point where he caused Miko permanent psychological damage? Doubtful. Both you and Mark are right. Miko is a backup goalie, 1.5 to 2 million, and nobody would care. Uh, and, 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 you know, here's Mark. Here's the irony of the goaltending situation. And the listeners should, should, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of opinion, but they should listen to this part, okay? Because of the expansion draft, this is the season. If you're going to make a move and pull a goalie out of an organization, you have a better chance this year where teams can only protect one goalie than in other years. Agree or disagree? Yeah, no, there's always a flurry of trading before. Um, you know, then you have to find a way to protect that guy. Smith's a UFA after the season, so he probably wouldn't get picked up. So what you're telling me is this, Bob. The Oilers are looking for a team like Florida, who's got to protect Bobrovsky and Dreger, right? Well, they can't protect both of them. Is that correct? They won't be protecting Dreger. There's no way. They won't be protecting Dreger. So maybe the Oilers make that trade. Then what do they do here? They leave Koskinen open, Smith's a UFA, and they protect Dreger sign Smith back, and that's your tandem next year. Does that work for you? And expose Skinner, who would need to be... Skinner's not getting picked up. He's in the minors. There's way better guys than him out yeah, there. And, and that that's a valid point. That's a valid point. You know, uh, I'm not saying he's not a good goalie. He's a good goalie, but there's guys that are two, three years ahead of him in their career sure. that are better goalies. That's all I'm saying. Uh, out of St. Albert. Hi, Bob. I just read Speck's article. It was bang on. Koskinen is clearly number two goaltender. I felt bad for Koski and believe that he should have been pulled at the three goal mark. Best article that Speck has ever written from Mark in St. Albert. Wait a sec. Aren't Hold you Mark? Is that your, is that your, is that your other brother, Mark? 
That's my burner account, Bob. That's your burner account? <laughs> hey, well, oh, that's good, but what the heck. Guys, just a, just a sports writer trying to get through a night till the playoffs start, Bob. It's getting a little thin around here, if you know what I mean. You can only write about McDavid approaching 100 points so many times, can't you? <laughs> well, he's only got 27 points in the last 10 games, Mark. I mean, it's just it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And, and, and the here's the thing. You still get... Like, there's still some comments out there. And, I, and look, I, I read a lot. And you still get, wow, well, they're playing in the Canadian division. It's not even the highest scoring division. Like, oh, they're playing in the Canadian division. Ottawa's terrible. Actually, Ottawa's been pretty good. Like, you know, yeah. so it's, and it's it's kind of funny. So, I don't know. I I mean, I think I think we're, we're blessed to watch what we're watching with Connor. I, I think by Connor being who Connor is, that's helped bring Leon and Darnell along as well and improve them. And Mark, you and me witnessed this once before, about 40 years ago. I don't know if it'll end up with the same. It's a different time and a different place. We're at 32 teams instead of 21. But when your best three players are your hardest working players, they continue to grow and develop and get better, and away you go. Yeah, they've got to. They, we've talked about this, Bob. To me, that's the, the biggest accomplishment and, and the, you know, the foundation and the building block is here. I can remember Daryl Sutter in Calgary building, you know, saying when they first had Monaghan and, and Goodrell and Giordano, and I forget who their goalie was at the time, they thought that he was going to be good. Um, and I was legit back then. And he said, I got four pillars to build a team around. Well, you know what? It didn't go their way. Those players quite didn't quite turn out. Edmonton builds on these pillars here, and it did turn out, right? Darnell Nurse has taken this massive step. He looks to me, he's starting to, you keep comparing to Larry Robinson. I keep thinking of, uh, I think, keep thinking of Petrangelo. He's starting to look to me a lot like Petrangelo, a younger, tougher Petrangelo. McDavid and Drysdale speak for themselves. My point is this these pillars, they're pillars, right? They're pillars here. Now you're building around them, but the pillars of this organization, they are solid and strong, and they're going to be here for a while. Mark, uh, I did the show today from the house. Uh, we, for this season, we're not going to do uh, shows from Roger's place uh, during the day. So uh, just because of some challenges and parts of the building that are closed off and that sort of thing, I believe that the players sang yes to Paul Yarby, happy birthday on the ice today. I mean, okay. Uh, that, hey, that's no, why I, not? Uh, so he turns 23 today, 14 goals on the season, career high. Um, terrific. Would you concede terrific two-way performance this season from him? Yeah, that's and that's what, you know, the defensive part of the game the, is the harder part to learn. A lot of guys come in and have all the natural skill, which he has. Like that one timer he scored on last night went down on one D and ripped it in off the far post. But that's a really nice play, and it's just natural ability that he has. But when you see him coming back and stripping guys of pucks, when you see him learning how to use that six foot four frame and and bump a defenseman off a puck and then deliver it to ninety seven, uh, that's the part of the game where I say to myself, okay, this this guy's learning how to play over here. He's learning what his strong points are, Bob. We never saw him use that six foot four frame in his first stint here, not even close. He's using it now, and there's now he's gonna. You know, he'll figure it out. I think he's at about 40 or 50% of where he's going to be. This is a really good young right winger that's turned 23 today. So get used to him, folks. He'll be here for a while. Well, it's uh, been an exciting transformation this season. Randy says, uh, guys, Marion hosts the light. That's who JP is becoming. Mark, the final word, a shot directed both yours and my way, I think, if I'm reading the text the right way. <laughs> who Who writes the article? 
on a sports writer that hasn't had a good article or an original idea in 20 years or on the sports radio host that repeats his opinion so often they become a drinking game for who for winos in the parks downtown all right well uh, let's establish if you're going to do a real drinking game out there if you really want to go after it and have a drinking game it used to be the old high bob on the new heart show back in the 60s but I will tell you, Speck, I don't know if you did this in the late 1980s, but I know we definitely did. The Al Pacino Scarface, you have to have a shot for every time he utters a um, 107 words that George Carlin says you can't say on yep. TV. Uh, I've known nobody that's lasted more than 22 minutes. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay? So if you're going to do it, if you really want to see how good you are and how much you can let her rip, uh... I say go for the Al Pacino Scarface. You know what party? And well, tell, that, tell that guy just to fire up his WordPress so he can fire. A, he can write the article. He can put it out on the internet and, and tell him to give me a phone call if he gets a hundred hits, and I'll buy him a cold beer. How about that? Well, we got about seven different sports guys on the station. Uh, we got Morley and Dave that do the football. We got uh, Jack and Cam who call the games. We got. Uh, you know, uh, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, myself, that seven will include Brendan yep. in that. So about eight different guys. I'm amongst the eight best guys on the station. That's all I'm going to say. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I heard Rob and Reed last night. They made me laugh all the way home. <laughs> now, is that because Rob had forgotten that he'd played in the last game where a team had scored four goals in the first four shots? That's what made me laugh. Oh, my God. It was funny. Yeah, Rob was doing They were in fine form, Reed and Rob. They were very entertaining radio ball. Yes. Uh, by the way, former defenseman Mark's loving the uh, drinking game comment. I mean, hey, if you're going to go for it. Again, Alp, opening uh, 20 minutes or so of uh, Scarface, a little bit Brian De, uh, De Palma classic, Al Pacino. He had it going on. It was either, you know, that's that's the one to go with. That's all I'm going to say. That's the one to go with. So okay, see what you buddy, got. I'll, all right, Spec. We'll see you down there tomorrow night. See you, man. All right. You bet. That's uh, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses in Horse Racing, Alberta. 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. The horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you at the races when it's safe to do so. When we come back, our North Division report for Craig Rummel. Craig Hummel uh, at uh, Remax Excellence. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 128 in Edmonton into the Oilers Now North Division Report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. And here is Brendan Escott. There's the microphone button. Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg all clinched the playoff uh, seating. So Toronto right now eight up on Edmonton, a game in hand for the Oilers, though. Winnipeg is two up on Montreal for third. They have a game in hand as well. They get a surging Ottawa team tomorrow night at home when Montreal will visit Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, Ottawa. They're all out of contention at this point. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. Find it, love it, move in. This text comes in says, Bob, Edmonton's coming out of the north, and the Americans are getting a surprise. Uh, I, I would say Toronto has to be favored. they got the deepest team. I, I, now, the Oilers maybe have gotten the most out of their team this year, 
Montreal, if they get healthy, will be difficult. And I think Winnipeg's got more game than they've shown against Edmonton this season. I know the owners have gone 7-2 and two against them. They've caught the Jets in a couple sort of scheduled loss-type games where the Jets have played 4-6. and six. The same texter adds, come on, if you're going to do a drinking game for Oilers now, there has to be some reference of Mediterranean chicken. There you go. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, a guy named Jack Michaels who never... Uh, had any drinking games back in, back in his uh, college days at Ithaca College. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.